This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back again on the RHAP Rewind here to talk about another classic reality TV show. And of course, uh, very excited to chat once again. Coming off of such a great RHAP Rewind last week uh, about America's Next Top Model. If you missed it, definitely go back and check it out. Uh, Of course, here is the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. I'm good. I got to... I got to re-listen to the, to, you know, to the rewind from last week. Normally, I don't listen to podcasts that I'm on, but I had so much yes. fun talking to Haley and Shannon. So I had to listen, and it is so good. It's so good. I recommend everybody go listen. I think that's probably the, the best Chappelle content you're going to get. It was really, really good. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. So the bar is yeah. high this week mm-hmm. as we talk about Nanny 911. And we have a, a great guest with us, a woman who uh, knows... A few things about children. She is uh, the millennial mom. Here is uh, Kelsey Rizmondi. Kelsey, how are you? Hey, I'm so glad to be here talking with you guys. It was funny watching Nanny 911 because it was a small piece of my life. Watching yes. children fight with each other. <laughs> it, it hit a little close to home, but yeah. it was really good. Nanny nine one one. We're here. We're we're we're, do, we're we're doing this. Uh, that uh, I did not know a lot about Nanny nine one one. What is this episode that that uh, where if people want to go back and uh, I think we'll have the link. We watched it on Tubi. We'll have the link in the show notes if people want to go watch this episode. Uh, how can people uh, f- figure out which episode this is? Okay, so Tubi is a free app. Uh, I had no clue that this existed, but I kind of like it. Uh, I used to use it to watch some- Alf. Yeah, see, uh, that's they have like okay. a lot of old shows. I I noticed that I did notice mm-hmm. that. Uh, but yeah, I was getting into it. I said, "What well, this Tubi thing might be kind of uh, it might be helpful for our journey through the reality TV shows of the past." And so, if you download Tubi, I believe this is season one, episode five on Tubi. But if you check Wikipedia, I think it was like episode thirteen. So as long as you know the name of the family, I think it's the McElvain family. McElvain, yeah. McElvain family, yeah. If you look for the episode with the McElvain family, uh, that's the one we're doing. The reason I chose it was because I, I basically was looking for an iconic episode of the show. They all kind of seem the same, you know, a bunch of kids that need some nannying and some parents who need some help. And so uh, I picked this episode because I, I Googled, like, what's the best episode? And Ranker said, this is number one. And so that's wow. why we went there. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, I will say about the app though. I um, downloaded the app, the and it makes app. you the Tubi app, and it does seem like there's so many options. It's, it seems very cool. I think I will use this a lot. Oh, however. Whenever you make an account, it asks you for your birthday. And I'm a person that doesn't just like put my information out normally. Like I feel like I have to lie on those things. So I made the, my birth year this current year um, just so it was Did that fake. work? And then, Did that hack no, work? No. It immediately, <laughs> it restricted all my access to like any TV show that well, wasn't for children. Why would you say you were zero years old, Kelsey? I just felt like I could just put whatever and it didn't matter. So you're like 99 years old. Don't say you're zero years old. I should have done that. Well, that's more work. You have to scroll and scroll. (laughs) It automatically makes it this year whenever you're setting your birthday. But now my husband and I both have accounts because I had to make one in his name so that I could see adult shows. Okay. But now now your kids have an account. It works out great. It it worked out. Okay. Yeah. But if, I wonder if you had put 99, had would they have filtered out the young content, right? Like, so mm-hmm. only you can only watch like Murder She Wrote or like uh, I love Murder She Wrote. Same. Let's talk about it. <laughs> like, yeah, if you want to watch In the Heat of the Night, make sure you put 99 <laughs> as your, for Tubi. Okay, uh, so 9911 aired uh, on Fox between 2004 and 2007. Not to be confused with Super Nanny. Uh, mm-hmm. a a different show uh that did when did super nanny air in the US i'm trying to see when uh that aired on abc from 2005 to 2011 so this is a little bit of like the deep impact armageddon thing going on mm. mm-hmm, very much so but see they they they're very similar like those two movies that you named but i think for me looking back i think uh super nanny is probably more iconic um, because you have one a nanny, run. it had a longer run, but you have one nanny you can really latch on to, and she can be your star. Um, you know, the reality TV at that time was always looking for like the personality that they can circle the show around, whether it be Simon Cowell on American Idol or something of that nature. You know, Gordon Ramsay even yelling at people, and so uh, yeah, this is right in that mold of if we find a really uh, like aggressive person personality that we can either love to hate or hate to love or whatever. And we can focus the show around that person's personality along. We don't have to come up with like a really good concept because we have the person. And so I think super nanny kind of did that well, where you'll see on 9911, there's like a team of nannies <laughs> and yeah. they dispatch them to whatever, I guess to match their strengths. I'm not really sure how they decide which nanny is going to go, but yeah, so there's a little yeah. bit of difference between the two of them. There's a lot to unpack there. Chappelle, uh, was this a show that you watched in the real time? Nanny 911? Uh, I was more of a super nanny person, to be quite honest, but I did watch Nanny 911 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, reasons why I currently don't have children right now. Smart. Um, I yeah. mean, you'll watch this episode and start to rethink some things, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, did you watch Nanny 911 in the real time? No, I actually was also a super nanny person. So this may have been my first episode of Nanny 911, but you're right. They are very similar. It's, it's a similar format. Um, but... I did enjoy it. It brought me back. Yeah. By the way, if anybody's hearing any sort of uh, extra noise coming through on the podcast today, that uh, I've been talking about this uh, ongoing, that there is a roofing project I, that uh, Tough as Nails has really uh, come close <laughs> to home as like 12 feet away from where I am actually sitting in the house next door to me, that uh, there is like an all day roofing project going on. So I hope that's not uh, coming through too badly on the podcast i apologize yeah I, I can hear it a little bit yeah but 
I think we'll manage. I think it'll yeah, be okay. Hopefully. Yeah, you get a sense Just of... Just the McElvain uh, children. Is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, uh, some heart... Some... Uh, look at these guys. They love to work. They're putting down the <laughs> shingles as we speak. Uh, so if you are... Um, I'm getting some good insight into uh, Tough as Nails Season 3. All right. Uh, so the McElvain family uh just to set the stage uh there is john McElvain. he is a freelance uh videographer uh, uh yeah it's a lot of, like a randy part- bailey like a randy bailey but uh, at least part-time from mm-hmm. what we understand right like so they say this the nanny at some point is going to get a little shady with him and say look he works sometimes probably mm-hmm. and they don't ever show him working, but you know, I think they show him at a computer once or twice throughout the episode, but we are led to believe that he at least does something. Yeah. Do we think yeah. it's like weddings, Kelsey, that he is like, uh, that's why he maybe only works the weekend? Maybe that's the case. It's off hours. It has to be an okay job because mom's a stay-at-home mom, right? Like, it has mm-hmm. to be something, you know, so but I thought that was funny. They did not do him any favors in this episode. There was they took every chance they could to show John not working. So, um, poor John. Yeah. How many magazines did this guy read? He loves magazines. <laughs> every time the kids are doing something, they cut to John and he's like, yep, I'm into National Geographic, just trying to see what's going yeah. on today. Like, in fairness, it was 2004. And so, uh, like, it's not like he's on his phone. I was like, magazines, this is like a primetime magazine time. <laughs> <laughs> probably right yeah uh, if he went that now like uh, i'm sure like uh the adult children are still bad but he's on his phone <laughs> there you go yeah. yeah so all right john is married to a woman and her name is uh stevie stevie, stevie. yeah and stevie. stevie has her hands full uh they have four children i believe the youngest is two and the oldest is seven so like uh, this is around the same age range as your children. You know, both both of your children are mm-hmm. in, this, in the same area of, well, of childhood, you, right? You have three, right? I do. I have three. One, three, and five are their ages. Okay. So they're a bit younger than the McElvains. But yeah, it's in the, the same general realm. Yes. And then uh, what's the breakdown of boys and girls at your house? All girls. Oh, all girls. Okay. I have all girls. All right. Yes. Uh, the McElvains, they have three boys, and the oldest is a girl. Uh, I have two boys at my house, and they are crazy. Do you find that uh, three girls, is it uh, more calm? I would not say that. Um, I just want to fill y'all in on my afternoon where my children decided to paint our carpet with diaper cream this afternoon actually today as we're speaking so what color was the i wouldn't carpet? say it's calm uh well i mean it's tan and okay. then it's the diaper cream is like a tannish color mm-hmm. so you really only notice when you step on the carpet that mm-hmm. there's something on it you know so i wouldn't say it's calmer necessarily but just the background noise of which movies or shows they're watching just may be different soundtrack mm-hmm. yeah um so these children are uh, very bad. That they they, uh, <laughs> they get nicknames from the from the show. Uh, yeah. I, I forget what what they called the. Oh, they called the two year old Sammy the Screamer. The three year old they called him Hurricane Andrew, uh, which uh, may be in poor taste. Uh, they called uh, the six year old Jack the Brat. And then, that hurt uh, my feelings. That yeah. was a little rude. It was a little rude. And I figure what they called uh, the old the Maddie is the daughter who's seven. Is Maddie the helper? 
That's what yeah, she was. Yeah, she was helping. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that was good. And then she, she beat up her brother. She helped first, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mad- yeah. Maddie definitely got the winner edit of the of the kids, right? Like they're like, and here's yeah. Maddie. She tries to help us, but her horrible brothers are so bad that she just has to beat up on them sometimes. And and she does. She she kind of rules them with an iron fist or else. Um, so, sword. Yeah. Yeah. Iron sword for sure. A lot of sword play going on in this house. Uh the kids mm-hmm. are very violent. They're hitting, they're making a mess. And poor uh Stevie is uh just uh, running all over the place. She's trying to clean up after the kids. She's trying to discipline the kids. She's cooking the dinner. She's got a lot going on. I love it how Super Nanny described it in the discipline is gone from their home and the spark is gone from their marriage yes. is how she summarized their problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You'll, this episode is probably different than a lot of the episodes of Super Nanny, which is probably why I was uh, uh, Nanny 911. I'm sorry, uh, which is probably why I was ranked so high, because this episode definitely wanted to highlight that although these kids are menaces, the the problem might actually be her husband. The dad. Uh, yeah, the dad is not doing a lot to assist with the discipline or the housework, um, probably because he's paying the lion's share of, of the bills from what we can understand as a part-time videographer. But, uh, you know, knowing that does not take away from the fact that we are watching these kids terrorize their mom and he's doing nothing to help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not just doing nothing to help. Uh, he's also seemingly doing nothing. Uh, it's not like, okay, Hey, I'm working. Uh, you know, he is just like, uh, just like, uh, like puttering around the house. Oh, but did you see, he is making sure all the family knives are very sharp. Yes. That. So thank goodness. Someone has like to do that. Weapons job. guy. Yeah. 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 I got big weapons vibes from him as well. Mm-hmm. Big weapon energy for sure. Yeah. Uh, it, but that's it, right? That's the only energy you get from him, aside from sarcasm throughout the entire episode. He likes a he likes aggression. He kind of it's in him. Mm-hmm. He's kind of looking for an outlet for it in certain ways, in certain areas, and it does start to kind of peek out when it's time to when he can do nothing else as far as ignoring the kids, and he actually has to discipline them. That's when you start to see the the aggressive side of of dad, unfortunately. Chappelle, something else that I thought was wild about the McIlvain family, uh, not only with the four kids, ages uh, two to seven, also the two big dogs. Yeah, that was a choice. You know, I wonder if the dogs were there first. Maybe. You know, and then it's that like, you, yeah. You, yeah, you can't get rid of the dog, but you also have now, you, could. you know, been blessed. I, yeah, I mean, you, but you've been blessed with children. Mm-hmm. And it's always hard to separate from a pet. And then your your kids, I'm sure the oldest uh, child, Maddie, I'm sure she had connected with the dog at that point. So by the time, you know, brother number two or three pops up, you know, the dog is part of the family. You're looking at what Sammy the Screamer thinking, well, can we just send him back to the mm-hmm. hospital? No? I have a theory. I yeah. wonder if they're hunting dogs. Oh. oh. Dad may be a hunter and needs these dogs to gather the birds or whatever dogs do when you hunt. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I've never been hunting, but I think I've seen a show where a dog, like on, um, what's that one about the family with the beards? Duck oh, Dynasty. Duck yes. Dynasty. Their dogs go get the birds and bring them back. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what, uh, John's dogs do for him. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like a show on TLC or something where it's like a man and a dog in the woods. And I don't know what it's called, but I remember watching an episode and they, uh, were interviewing the guy basically and asking him like, so what do you feed the dog? And he's like, Damn it, it's a dog. It's going to feed itself. Like, <laughs> and I felt that in my soul because if I'm out here living in the wild, I'm not worried about what I'm going to feed my animal. You're an animal. Go 
fetch. I don't know what dogs do. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Daryl on The Walking Dead. Exactly. Like Daryl has dog. Dog has defeated itself. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been hunting before and I didn't take a dog with me. So there you go. We'll say dogs do get theirs because I have a dog and she knows who to sit by at dinner yeah. to where she will eat. You know, <laughs> she sits underneath my youngest high chair and she eats a full meal yeah. almost every day. You know, I'm sure. In fairness, uh, di- she gets her dog food also. I'm, I'm not a dog. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we don't have a dog and my kids make so many crumbs. And my number one reason to get a dog would be yeah. to eat the crumbs that fall on the floor so that my wife doesn't have to get upset about there being so many crumbs on the floor at least five times a day. A but then the up. dog gets picky. They yeah. don't always what? eat everything. My dog doesn't eat blueberries. Like there's a bunch of stuff I'll mm. still step on. And I'm like, why didn't you eat this? And she's like, I prefer protein. <laughs> you don't need a dog. You need a Roomba. One of those little. I don't know if the Roomba can get around the, like the the chair legs. That's a good question. I'm sure, I'm sure someone has one. I'm, look, one of the patrons will tell you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah, a Roomba let does. Let me know if there's a Roomba that's like maybe like like it's like a little one that can get navigate around the legs. Like I don't need like mm-hmm. big open spaces to clean up the crumbs. Like there's a lot of crumbs like on the around the table. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if there's they make like a Roomba for kids. <laughs> that'd be ideal like it'll be small and then expand when it's under the table and then go back small to go back under the chair that'd be that'd be great actually mm-hmm. like if you have a you kid the that, dog like, at that walks point. around the house like just eating a bagel yeah, yeah. we can follow we the bagel pet, mm-hmm. we should pet follow the seeds baby we should patent this maybe we should stop talking about it maybe we should just put this in our pocket this mm-hmm. might be our new thing the three of us we're just gonna start a little uh nanny 911 service and that's what we're gonna call our little our Roomba that we created nanny 911 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Speaking of the nanny nine one one, so it seems like that there is like this nanny call center, Chappelle. I was fascinated by this that there is like a call center of these British women. Apparently, that there are no American women who uh, can be resources. It's only <laughs> women from Britain, and there's basically like a Hogwarts of nannies. Yeah, I, I like to think of it as a headquarters, right? So the nannies have gone through their extensive boot camp type training where they've learned things such as like discipline and cleaning and how to tell people how to live their lives. Mm -hmm. And so we have our team of nannies and we dispatch them whenever necessary. And I was trying to decide if it was based on their skill set, like if each of the nannies has like, like their one thing that they're really, really good at, or if it's just, hey, this is the nanny we have at our disposal today. Like Like, Ninja Turtles of nannies, where one of them does machines, one of them's cool but rude. Once a party dude, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Nanny Stella, 15 years of experience. Nanny Yvonne, 15 years of experience. Nanny Deb with 22 years of experience. And then at the top of the hierarchy, in my mind, we have Nanny Lillian, Nanny to the British Royals. And they don't because even all say their how kids much- turned out perfect. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, they don't say how many years uh, Nanny Lillian has, but we—I guess we have to assume that she's been doing this for a, ri- a while since she's uh, been raising the, yeah, the Queen's family. But yeah. that's that's our nanny headquarters. Kelsey, what do you make of the nanny uniform? I mean, it felt like they were trying to be very official. I loved the cape and the hat, then how they matched. You know, but in my experience, you don't want to wear anything that fancy when you're hanging out with kids all day. I love kids, but you're going to have the cape. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to get a yogurt handprint somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe maybe don't bring anything you're going to need dry cleaned. And it seemed very fancy. Yeah. Is this a functional uniform? Like, you know, like 
why are they wearing this specifically? Like even the cape. I thought the cape was pretty cool, but I've seen the Incredibles. No capes. We don't do that anymore, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is this like a Mary Poppins no thing? Yeah. Did Mary oh. Poppins wear this? Oh, well, is that what is that what it is? A Mary Poppins th- uniform? I don't think I, Mary Poppins had a cape. I don't know that I much about Mary Poppins, did. but it look. felt like fancy. And I think of Mary Poppins as a fancy person. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I know she had an umbrella that would allow her to fly. She doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily need a cape if she has an umbrella, I'm assuming. These nannies did not seem to be prepared for the weather and have an umbrella as well. Um, so I'm not quite sure. Um, is Mary Poppins a nanny? Maybe we should have done some Mary Poppins research before yeah, we started. Yeah, she I, comes and takes care of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, they so, use the word nanny to describe uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, so there you go. They're probably modeled after Mary Poppins. She's like the patron saint of nannies. And mm-hmm, then underneath mm-hmm. that, you have like the nanny 911. And like their sigil is Mary Poppins. Hmm. Yeah. House words. Um, I don't know. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. Is that Mary Poppins? Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, it says that uh, the film stars Julie Andrews in her feature film debut as Mary Poppins, uh, who visits a dysfunctional family in London and employs her unique brand of lifestyle to improve the family's dynamic. I don't know if they uh, referred to her as a nanny, though. Yeah, she's magical. You wouldn't call you wouldn't like just like to like downgrade Mary Poppins mm-hmm. as to a nanny per se, but she definitely like the nanny, the superhero version of the nanny, right? Like she's, if like all nannies aspire to be Mary Poppins, you know, like they want to fly, they want to sing songs and make everything okay and, yeah. and have a movie deal. Um, but sometimes you can't do that all the time and you have to be a part of the nanny call center and one of our uh, heroes uh, in this television series. Yes. Every uh, time you say the nanny, I just think Fran Drescher. <laughs> yes. That's how I she would, became the nanny. Exactly. I would much rather have Fran Jesher as the nanny as opposed to Mary Poppins or one of these uh, uh, handsome British ladies. Um, <laughs> Fran Jesher, first of all, she is not wearing that outfit at all. Mm-hmm. Like she's wearing stuff she straight wear off that. the runway. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's not going to dress like that. She's not having a cape. But I also don't think we would recommend her to wear her very expensive, fancy clothes around a bunch of kids like the McElvain's family. Mm-hmm. No, it's a bad idea. Um, just one last note on Mary Poppins. So Wikipedia does refer to Julie Andrews as Wikipedia as a magical and loving woman who descends from the clouds in response to the bank's children's advertisement for a nanny. There you go. So she must be their their goal. Yeah. yeah. All nannies aspire to be Mary Poppins. I'm okay with that. Yeah. There you go. She is uh, the all-time greatest nanny on the, on the Mount Rushmore of nannies. <laughs> Who's it? Mary Poppins, yeah, Mary Fran, Poppins Drescher. And Fran Drescher. Yeah. Nanny That's Yvonne. Mm. Sure. Nanny from the Muppet Babies. Nanny from the Muppet Babies, yes. Nanny Yvonne did okay. You know? Um, she tried. Maybe, yeah, she tried. Maybe Super Nanny probably is like. Yeah, the that's better. Because she was doing it all on Super her own. Super Nanny, it. probably, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Any other nannies from. Uh, you know, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is on the list, and I think we're probably not going to put Mrs. Doubtfire on the on the Mount Rushmore. Au pair. Yeah. Yeah. Did, y- did y'all ever watch that movie? The au pair. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah they're going to be on the. Uh, let's see. I know there's probably like you know the '90s shows have always had like the kid who was left with the babysitter. Does the babysitter count as a nanny? 
Like, is there a babysitter that like? No. Yeah. No, I don't the babysitter doesn't have to teach anybody anything. The babysitter has to keep the children in the yeah. same condition in which the parents left them in. What about Vin right. Diesel um, in The Pacifier? Uh, also, 2005. <laughs> Nannies were having a moment in uh, 2004, 2005. Man, it was a trend. Yeah, it was a thing. Uh, there should be a man on the list. Yeah, I think so. I think we have to be uh, inclusive. Yeah, so, yeah. Vin we'll Diesel. put Vin Diesel up there. I saw yeah. the pacifier. He, How was it? He did a decent job. He did a decent job. Yeah. I think Brittany Snow was in that one too. Yeah. March 2005. Ooh. So it was really like, uh, you know, fall 2004, spring 2005. That's when uh, nannies were having a moment. Mm. Year of the nanny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so here comes Nanny Yvonne. Uh, mm-hmm. She's going to come in day one, do observation. Uh, Kelsey, as a mom, would this be your uh, worst nightmare or would this be a great day to have the nanny come in and observe the house for a day? Rob, I have said this to many people over the years that there's not much I wouldn't do to be on TV. I love TV. I would not do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would not have anybody yeah. come into my home and watch my family as yeah. we try to parent and survive the day. This seems like <laughs> that sounds awful. Terrible day. Uh, I, oh I do not think I would enjoy this either, Chappelle. I I don't I, I don't have kids. I thought this was cool. Like, okay, bring in somebody. Look. Y'all know I've worked in education before. We have people come sit in, they take notes, blah, blah, blah. But to that point that y'all are making, oh yeah, I definitely like threaten the students before like the, the person coming to observe comes in. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you kids, don't embarrass me in front of the principal. I'm trying to get a raise. And then when they come in, like all the kids are on their best behavior because they know like if they don't, when they leave, like it's me and them, and then I'm gonna be the mean teacher, right? So I get that. I'm also one of those people who would clean up before the cleaning lady comes, like at like a hotel yeah. or something. I'm like, I don't want them to see the mess that we made. So I very much would understand, like, you you don't want the nanny to see that your kid just painted the carpet, you know, with the diaper, you know, stuff. So I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. also say from personal experience that no matter how bad my kids were, I think that my wife would very much object to the idea of somebody potentially judging her parenting. <laughs> this would not sit well with her. She does not want input from this third party. Well, John didn't want input either. Mm-hmm. He's he like, we've already them. tried all this. He called yes! them. <laughs> Look, John thought he was calling in reinforcements for his kids. He thought these this British lady is going to come and she's going to take care of the kids. And then I don't have to hear them screaming. He did not know she was going to show up, judge them because she very much does judge them for what they're doing and then give him things to do. He thought this was like, my wife needs help. Let me call back up. Mm-hmm. He did not think my wife needs help and I have to be a part of that. So I think John just didn't know what he was getting himself into. To me, this show was uh, very reminiscent to that. I used to watch uh, a lot of uh, the dog whisperer uh, when I first got a dog, a Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan. Yes. Uh, Did either of you ever watch the dog whisperer? Yeah. No. Well, the dog whisperer, his thing was like, uh, the, the dogs aren't bad. The owners are bad. Like the, all dogs are good. Uh, and then you're just, uh, doing a bad job being a dog. You have to owner. train them properly. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and he was always like training the owner more than he was training the dog. Gotcha. Yeah. I never yeah. subscribed to that, by the way. Like, I like the dog whisperer as a show, but a part of me thinks that some animals are meant to be animals. And mm-hmm. that maybe they are just animals acting like animals and that everything doesn't have to be a pet just because it can be. Um, and I think there were a couple episodes where he came to that conclusion too. Like, hey, you know what? This dog doesn't need to be here. This environment's not for them. They can go. 
But uh, I think it's hard to convey that to people who really, really get attached to animals and want, you know, have this idea of what the relationship they should have with this animal is. But Caesar definitely spent a lot of time saying like, no, 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 you're just talking to the dog wrong. You have to meet the dog halfway. Give the dog a treat. Take the dog on a walk. So it was very reminiscent of this show for sure. Yeah. This reminded me of Wife Swap, where someone comes in and changes everybody's rhythm and they're like mad about it. Like, oh my goodness, why are you coming in and telling me what to do? I don't, I'm not into this, but it's like, again, like what you said, Rob, like, oh, you signed up for this. So that's Mm -hmm. actually what this is supposed to happen, you know? But John is like, why are you coming into my house changing, changing me? I don't want you to do that. Fix the kids. Don't fix me. I have a question though. Both of you are married. Would you all ever do like a wife swap situation? I don't think so because <laughs> I'm, I'm in a, you know, marriage, parenting, it's all a yeah. lot of work. And I don't need to start over with a new person, even for a week. It just sounds like too much work than what I'm interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about on, on a show, right? First. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if a uh, show. Yeah, no, yes, I, I don't think I, I don't think that this is uh, what what we're looking for. I I have said on many occasions, uh, Chappelle, you know me. Uh, I'm an enneagram nine. I think I could get along with it. You put me in any in any marriage, I, I think I could make it work. Uh, but yeah, I just think that overall, like, what what are we proving here? Like, what's the best case scenario that my wife goes and then spends a day with a different family and then realizes how good she has it over here? Yeah, I think I think that's kind of the concept a little bit. But what's bit, the right? worst like, case scenario? It's uh, like uh, a off. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, the worst case scenario is she realized, she's like, this is great. Can I just stay with y'all? Like, no, your wife can come back. It's cool. It's yeah, fine. I she just, gets there. I like, fine. Go back to mine. Oh my God, this is so much better. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I, let's sign up for shows that have like cash prizes. That's the thing yeah, that's no prize, interesting. Right? Yeah. I yeah. want a reward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah. It's not good. I don't want to be on reality TV with my wife because, like, I feel like that, uh, like, even if they prove, like, uh, actually, Rob, it turns out you, you, you weren't the problem. When I get home, it's still not going to go great. You know, it's like, um, e- either it's a lose lose. It invites too much criticism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's talk cash prizes then. So, what do we got to throw at y'all to make this worthwhile? Like, Rob, you went and lived, you lived in the, in the Amazonian jungle. Yeah. Yeah. For a million dollars. Would right. you do this for a million dollars? A million dollars? Like, what, so what are yeah. we doing? Like, they're, they're going to, like, the nanny's going to come in? Wife swap? No, the wife swap, yeah. And yeah. We'll come back is, there a pro- is there a game there? Like, what do you have to do? Just, like, no. get through you it? Make it through the, you make it through the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. you commit, you make it through the week. Million dollars. I mean, I could do it. Um, I, I'm yeah. just saying that I, I don't think that it would be a, you know, a happy experience for, uh, you, you know, my wonderful wife. Yeah. No. Well, they would probably try to give you someone that you would not want to spend a week with. Like, hmm. surely there's some personality type that you like, it would be hard. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that would be. But maybe she's well, like, we... uh, wants to like party and like go out every night. What if she yeah. hates podcasting? Well, well, that's already my wife uh, to begin with. Uh, so <laughs> what, if she, what if she hates the myth? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> yeah. like a big what? Fan? Excuse me? Yeah. yeah. What if it's a Yankee um, fan who wants you to go outside? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You put a lot of thought into this. It's a million dollars, Rob. No, I sure. I mean, I could do anything for a week for a million dollars. Come on. <laughs> okay. We'll save that for the wife swap episode we do later on this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Nanny Yvonne shows up at 7 a.m. Uh, Kelsey, I, I also felt like that. Uh, do you want somebody showing up at your house at 7 a.m.? No. 
No, come at 9.30. <laughs> we have to all make sure that everyone has all their clothes on. Yeah. There's always a child that has to change a lot. You know, you, you got to get past breakfast, but I guess you wanted to see the dysfunction of breakfast. But mealtimes are always high stress situations. You know, it's that's too early. Yeah. Too early. You got to make sure you have a full cup of coffee before you see another person. Got to be morning people for that. <sighs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Kids I mean, kind of force you to be morning people, though. Most kids wake up so early. Yeah. Do your kids? They wake up early. Yeah. And I am probably a morning person much more so than my wife is a morning person. She is uh, like, uh, like demonstrably not a morning person. She hates, she hates the mornings. Same. I've had to say the sentence to my kids. Do not wake me up so many times. Mm-hmm. Like stay upstairs and watch TV until mom wakes up. Yeah. It's always like by 730, but they're just, er- they, they wake up just so early. Yeah, they wake up and they like are fighting over who's got the remote control. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's not great. Chappelle protect I mean, your peace. I, I'm doing a good job <laughs> apparently. Um, but no, I, I am not a morning person either. I have to have my coffee or things go haywire. But this nanny pulls up at 7.30 because I think she cor- correctly identifies that this house is going to start at 7 o'clock with mm-hmm. or without her. And then a lot of the things that they're going to have to talk about, she's going to have to see from the very beginning. Uh, I did find it fascinating that she showed up so early. Also, her first observation was that they, they're Floridians. And I don't want to disrespect anybody who might be listening to this who's from Florida, but that just kind of goes and shows you what kind of people we're dealing with here. Okay, these are Floridians. So she needed to be ready. You have to start early. Start early. Wake up real early in the morning to discipline some Floridians. I'll say that. Yeah. So uh, that's just going to be a wild house in Florida. Uh, most headlines that start with Florida, Florida person man, does blank. Florida family. Florida yeah. man. Florida family. Yeah. Florida family ran nanny nine one one into the ground. Like I just saw the headline in my head when I, when she popped up. So yeah, I definitely. I understand why she wanted to get there early. She mm-hmm. Nanny took to. kids outside to play and was eaten by an alligator. Yeah, yeah. they Something were very close name. to a body of water. I don't know what was going on over there. We all thought it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all thought it. Just We've all it. seen videos. Yeah. We've so, seen it. Um, meanwhile, John McElvain, while we, we saw like a, a real struggle for uh, Stevie all through the day. And so... John is doing nothing. He's not only is he reading the magazine, like he's like sh- he's sharpening like uh, a a switchblade at one point. Like uh, he is just like wild being observed. Imagine what it's like when he's not on television. It's yeah. crazy. And this is the part of the show too where I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, not everyone, you know, knows intuitively what to do with kids even if you have kids sometimes it's something you have to practice at and learn and it's not as natural for everyone and i was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt of like oh he just doesn't know how yet hopefully the nanny can help with like how to best help his wife he doesn't know what cues to look for like when she's struggling or whatever like i was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt at this point we'll get to the place where i stopped giving him the benefit of the doubt (laughs) but at this point, I was like, this guy needs someone to just show him the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know what? I felt the same way. Because I could, I kind of got caught on from the cues of the, the, the episode that we're going to bury John here. Like, this, yeah. is, this is the John moment, right? So I was like, maybe this is editing trick. You know, they need it. They're, they're trying to build a story and they keep showing this man doing nothing, but he's actually very busy when they're not, when the camera's not on him. And so, yeah, around this time, I was thinking like, well, you know, maybe he's fine. 
But John does give you the vibe that like, okay, there's two women in the house. So why should I even help? Like, they're, both of y'all are here. Why aren't y'all just handling it? And uh, you don't love that. You don't love to yeah. see that at all. Yeah, he, he says his schedule is very busy. But again, we never we see never, that. We didn't see that. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say one thing that he does either. Like, he's like, my schedule is very busy. And you're kind of like, oh, go on. And he's like, no, that's it. It's mm-hmm. just busy. Yeah. Seems mm-hmm. like that um, he called in the nanny 911 uh, to say, like, um, I think my wife is broken. Um, <laughs> like, this is, doesn't seem like it's working. It's like, uh, she has no control over what's going on here. Can you fix this? Yeah, it was definitely about hoping that she would be helped with some some tried and true methods of how to make the children be a little quieter while I sharpen my knives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So eventually we have a sit down with uh, w- with our uh, nanny, with uh, Nanny Yvonne is going to sit them down and say, look, here's the problem. Uh, Stevie, you are very uh, wishy-washy. And John, uh, you are too rough. Uh, classic, okay. Uh, you're too hot and you're too cold. Mm-hmm. And the John, you're too rough thing. We kind of breezed right past it. But the nanny has a real issue with the way John interacts with his kids when he finally does. So it's a lot of like, hey, you kids, cut it out. And then it's, you kids, cut it out or I'm going to spank you. You know, and the nanny is not feeling that energy at all. The mm-hmm. nanny's like, no, 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 no. That's not working. She's not wrong. It's definitely not working because mm-hmm. he's spanking these kids and they're like looking him in the eye like the moment you stop spanking me, I'm climbing down from this bunk bed and I'm going to go like piss all over the pillowcases. You know, like oh they are ready. Like they destroyed the new pillowcases. Very bad kids. That was yeah. painful to watch. Yeah. With markers. <laughs> With markers. Yeah. yeah. You know I what? Just-, just don't have markers in your house at that point. I have to hide all <sighs> my Sharpies. You have to take away the temptation, you know? Mm-hmm. Remove the remove the markers. My kids have so many sharpies that they they come and they take my sharpie. I, like I have I have sharpies that I need, and they come and they they take them for their drawing. And, and I I just say to my wife, why, why do we have so many sharpie? Why do they have sharpies? She's like, they're kids. Like I, I didn't yeah. have any markers when I was a kid. <laughs> no well, markers at all. Your kids Nothing. are more responsible than mine, though. So that I'm, I'm so impressed that they can handle so many sharpies. That's that's honestly a sign of great parenting by you, oh, Kelsey. Do you think that they're not writing on the walls and tagging stuff with these sharpies? I'm like Nicole. What is going on? At this right? And they're like, oh, like they're kids. Stop. It's, it's artistic expression. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I don't want to hear I mean, you complaining about this. <laughs> it's like get over it get yeah. some new markers if there is so much of parenting that's picking your battles though and that is true mm-hmm. 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 Well, J- John demonstrates that pretty well because he picks his battles he just lets them do whatever they want until it's finally gotten on his nerves and then at that point it's a battle and yeah the nanny does not love that from him at all well no because mm-hmm. it's lazy it's like you could address it in the moment and, you, and then you wait and then you wait and then you wait and then you wait and then you erupt like a volcano and really no one said parenting is easy. And, you know, you, you do need to address it when you see it. And that's on him for just not caring enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nanny Yvonne is uh, starting to work on a theory that she thinks that maybe the children's behavior is a symptom of what's going on in the big picture in the relationship uh, that she's noticing. There's no please and thank you between Stevie and John. That's the problem. Uh, Kelsey, 
Did you think that uh, this was an astute assessment by Nanny Yvonne? I mean, do our kids model our behavior? Yes. Yes, absolutely. However, you can't point to that one thing and say, I found the one reason why there's trouble. Y'all need to say thank you to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's sure. Yes, you should do that. And then your kids will model your behavior, but it's, it's interesting. The things, you know, this is clearly a much bigger issue than just one week. We'll fix. Hmm. Yeah. I thought this was a little far fetched that I I feel like that, um, you know, that my wife and I, we could be, uh, you know, like, uh, have be completely wonderful each other i feel like that's the the children's behavior is not hinging on how my wife and i are talking to each other yeah i think it was more that it didn't seem like john and his wife were talking to each other at all mm-hmm. and so stevie is like the she is the main protagonist of this story like we are rooting for her uh, I loved throughout her. The, yeah oh my gosh i seeing her so face beautiful when they just, yeah, and seeing her face when they destroyed the pillowcases, it took a lot out of me. I was like, "Oh my god, that poor lady." Um, poor Stevie. But you know, she's the protagonist, and so if you're if you're not seeing them interact in a cordial situation at all, then yeah, maybe the kids don't know that cordial is what we do here. I bet John wishes his kids were were actually mimicking his re, uh, like his relationship with his wife because then they'd be super passive aggressive and they wouldn't be out there like fist fighting. But his kids have like blunt objects and are striking each other all the time and screaming at each other. So it's not ex- ex- exactly a one for one when it comes to like the way they're acting versus the, what they're seeing at home. Yeah. Now, this house is like a fight club. Uh, basically, like uh, the kids are just always just like uh, like hitting each other. There's like a fight between uh, the oldest daughter and uh, the oldest son that like uh, Nanny Yvonne is sitting right there uh, while this is going on. Uh, that this is, I believe, if I have the, this is Jack the Brat, uh, tells his sister, uh, I'm gonna kick, uh, you in the butt right now. You have to wonder, was this egged on? It came out of nowhere. And like, kids don't mm-hmm. need a good reason to really get in a fight, but usually there's some sort of rhyme or reason. I have to wonder if someone's off camera, like, hey, hey, you wanna fight right, right, real quick for fight. the camera? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I got that vibe too throughout the episode. Not that the kids were fighting. Like I definitely thought that I, I gave the kids way less credit than you're giving them. I definitely thought they were just doing this in, mm-hmm. in this moment just because. But uh, there is a moment where I'm thinking somebody might have whispered in their ears. We'll get to that eventually. Chappelle, it's not just that the kids are like fighting. It's like the dad is like constantly like feeding them like uh, weapons, like uh, swords and uh, like uh, like uh, size and uh, different things to hit each other. That this is not a home. This is like a, a Cobra Kai dojo. Yeah. No, the dad. The dad says, "Okay." John says, "Listen, they're going to hit each other." Anyway, I just gave them hitting appropriate objects. Like, okay, you want to hit each other. I got you a sword. I got you a bat. There are blunt objects around the house that I don't want you hitting each other with. So I went and got things for you to hit you with. I think there are some valid points in there somewhere. I'm just not quite sure what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it more it feels like when John walks into the room, he's the Joker, right? And he breaks the pu- the pool cue in half and just throws it at him. I'm like, you guys figure it out. You know, like that's the kind of vibe he's getting with his like attention to weaponry. Uh, so yeah, I kind of I kind of feel that as well. Well, it seems like instead of teaching them the appropriate time and place to have like playtime, and playtime is not always going to be calm. There is there is physical playtime, and that's you know whatever you're getting your energy out. You you don't have to hurt another person, but you can be physical. But instead of teaching him what 
how it's appropriate and at what time he's more showing them with what is it appropriate mm-hmm. with this toy you, we can be physical instead of being like hey actually yeah let's not hurt our siblings to this extent or whatever Kelsey, you know what this family really needed more? Uh, and I don't think that uh, Nanny Yvonne uh, was thinking uh, of this yet. Uh, they could all, I think, use uh, some more screen time. Okay, I had that same thought. And I know that there's a lot of thoughts on screen time. Yes. But the mom in the very beginning was saying all she wanted was a nice family dinner where everyone was sitting quietly at the table. Mm-hmm. And by the way, spoiler alert, that doesn't happen. And I kind of thought we we were setting ourselves up for that. Um, But all I'm thinking is that if you want that, turn on a show Mm -hmm. and then you and your husband can sit and your kids can watch your show or their show or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was completely raised by television um, as the listeners can tell by this point. Uh, My mom would just (laughs) turn on the television and walk out and she would go to work and she would do things around the house. And as long as I was quiet and watching the television, I was fine. And I turned out perfectly you like You turned out this. great, yes. Chappelle. Like yes. this. Sure, you can call this great. You can, uh, Yeah, sure my son has an encyclopedic knowledge of, you know, season three, episode six of, you know, <laughs> random, you know, TV shows that no one watches except me. That's fine. These mm-hmm. are normal things, right? At least I'm not hitting anybody with a sword. Um, right. Yeah. But what, but what Nanny Yvonne gives them it's like her her version of the Ferunda rules, right? So we talked about Ferunda <laughs> yes. last week, uh, America's Next Top Model. But Nanny Vaughn sits them down and said, these are the things that are going to help you guys work as a family. One, work on respect. The kids don't say please and thank you enough, right? Responsibility, taking some of the workload off of your wife, John. Like, how about you help her so that she can be more patient with the kids and actually like focus on them. And then three, consistency. You're giving too many different styles of parenting. She's letting the kids do whatever they want. And you are too, but then you're hitting them after. And so I think those that's what Nanny Yvonne said was supposed to happen. I'm not quite sure that we ever got to that point. Cause like as you said, we Stevie never gets her dinner that she wanted to have. <laughs> they didn't circle back around to a lot of the early stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the week went on, I think she started to realize what kind of monster she had in front of her and was like, oh gosh. This is bigger than all of us. <laughs> hey, nannies, I think I'm going to have to stay another couple of weeks. <laughs> Send back up. Send back up. This is, uh, this is going not then, according to plan. She like breaks the glass in case of emergency. And then nanny Lillian floats in on her, yeah. on her uh, mm-hmm. like her umbrella. Yeah. It's like, hey, y'all still have that royal family nanny over there? Because we're going to mm-hmm. need the big guns. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, there's a, a new plan. Okay. Uh, maybe we need to have uh, John walk a mile in Stevie's shoes, maybe. Uh, so, why don't we put, uh, uh, give uh, Stevie, let her go take a bubble bath. How about that? And then John can make lunch. How about that? Uh, then, uh, do you think that this is going to work, Kelsey? It would work if John wasn't such a weasel. Mm-hmm. I did not appreciate <laughs> how he didn't want anything good for his wife. He's like, when's my bubble bath? Like, oh, is that a good bubble bath? Like, so sarcastic. It's like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. John. <laughs> yeah. John, he's the worst. He he sits, he's like, like 30 seconds from saying like, I slave over a hot laptop every day, putting food on this table and paying the bills. Like, okay, well, look, you, we get it. You have a job, but your kids are horrible and your wife is on her last leg. Let the woman go get a bubble bath. Jeez. Why are you like this? Oh my God. What was it? Nanny. All, all she asked him to do was laundry mm-hmm. and make lunch. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. You know, the, in the grand scheme of all the things a stay-at-home mom does, mm-hmm. that could maybe account. I mean, I guess it depends on how much laundry you're going to do. But if we're talking like a load or two, you're looking at like an hour tops. Yeah. Like there's so many other things on your wife's plate. She gave you some softballs there. Yeah. He was such a jerk about the whole thing with uh, the, even like the lunch when she came out. Uh, he's like, oh, how was how was the bath? Oh, oh, did you have a nice relaxing day? Because well, I've been like working over here. The same guy who was like uh, on the couch, like reading a magazine. They kept cutting to footage of him like taking a nap uh, in, in, in the middle of the day. And uh, like, oh, he, but he had to make lunch and he was so over it. Yeah. And and he's the worst kind of person in general mm-hmm. in this uh, on this episode, just because because like look, I'm sure he's a nice guy wherever he oh, is sure. right now. If he's listening to this, I'm sure he's Probably lovely. The greatest guy but ever. on this on this episode, don't you hate the kind of people who do something and then you have to hear about it the whole time they're doing it? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my god, I'm making lunch. Oh my gosh, I hope you like your bubble bath. Like, geez, this lunch is uh, this lunch better be so good. It's like, don't you want to sit down and eat with me? No, I don't want to do that. I'm too busy making lunch. Like he was being like a martyr. Like, no, I can't sit down and eat lunch because I'm busy working. Mm-hmm. You right. eat lunch by yourself because you just had a bubble bath. I'm working so hard, I can't even eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the worst. <laughs> I did not appreciate that attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, w- under John's watch, Chappelle, uh, things have not improved either. No, no. So, the, at at this point now, um, I think the best, like the best way I could put it, is like you know when you have to really clean up. The first thing you have to do is kind of tear the house apart. Mm-hmm. Like you got to get down to the the nitty gritty of what yeah. is real the real issue. Like so, you have to like everything has to be like uh, upended so that you can actually clean things co- properly. I think that's what this was. This was like the low point for them because now not only are the kids horrible, but now her husband's even worse. Right. So she was dealing with four 
like four horrible kids and a husband who didn't care. Now she's got four horrible kids and a husband who's throwing a tantrum. So mm-hmm. Stevie is like, she's at the bottom of like, <laughs> she's of probably like, is this even worth it? Like my husband's just mad at me for taking a bath. Like maybe we shouldn't have done this. This is ridiculous. Exactly. That's a great question. Cause I feel like that Stevie, while she's overwhelmed, like, uh, Kelsey, do you get the sense that Stevie is feeling like, uh, this is not working. I want out. Of the nanny nine one or the, yeah nanny nine one one situation, no, the relationship, <laughs> uh, the relationship, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you get that vibe? I didn't at all. Uh, other than they, she said like, "Hey, we made it ten years. I don't know if we can make it like another ten years." Like, uh, <laughs> but I feel like that um, Stevie, while she seemed overwhelmed, I never thought that she was like, uh, like, "Hey, uh, you know, you know, I, 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 this is not going great with here with John." No, I don't. I didn't see her get to that point at all in the episode. It seemed like she was very much like just trying to keep peace with everybody. So it's like I'm going to try to do whatever I need to do to keep my kids above water, mm-hmm. where they just have like clean clothes and a clean house, and then just see what else happens. And then my husband can just like not be mad at me about anything, and we'll just we'll just keep our heads down and go forward. Is what yeah. I got the vibe from her. Mm-hmm. She probably was thinking it really hard though. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's hard to not think it when the nanny's going like, Hey, this guy kind of sucks. And, and you know, like there are other people on the production team too, who are kind of like, like you, you know, that like on the walkie talkie, like we need more John footage. Is what's mm-hmm. he doing? He's taking a nap. He's taking a nap. Where's Get Stevie? Oh, like, oh man. Yeah. Like they're radioing like, okay, he's taking a nap. Come on. And they're rushing there with the cameras to see him laying down. So like all the things that he does that probably gets on our nerves were being magnified right in front of her. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure she thought it. There were a couple moments where it got contentious where the, you know, the nanny would tell them to work on something and John's clearly throwing a yeah. fit about it and she would kind of like roll her eyes, you know, but I don't think she ever really like wanted to address the idea that maybe he is the problem. Well, Chappelle, we see nanny Yvonne basically try to give some feedback to John about uh, the, like, like I think you're taking each other for granted and um, you know, your wife, she just wants you to feel like you're involved. And he tells her like uh, basically uh, butt out and tells her that I just want to end this conversation. <laughs> Gosh, there's not a better way to make your relationship with your wife better than by making her feel like you don't even want to have a conversation mm. with her. That I, I'm just like, John, like all you have to do is just sit there and be like, you know what? You're right. I'd love to try. Mm-hmm. I'd love to try something and then let her do the talking. And you're like, yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, he was. He was shocked. He was not. He really thought this was like. I'm calling a nanny to help my wife. She's not good at wifing. But what he just realized is like, oh, no, wait, why are y'all looking at me? I'm not the problem. And so while they're all like, you know, merging in on him, the cameras are zooming in, like the lights are getting hot. The nanny's pointing her finger like the kids are snickering at him. He's starting to get sweat a little bit like the room starts spinning. He's like Mr. Krabs in that one meme. That's what was happening in his head. And so, like, of course, he's like, no, get away from me. I don't want to have this conversation like runs and hides in the closet or something, you know, like he was having like a crisis in front of everyone and he couldn't just let himself just cry like he probably wanted to because he was Mm -hmm. on camera. (laughs) He's going to go sharpen a few more knives. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or hit his kids. No, but I heard him say that he thought their relationship would improve after the kids were more regimented. Yeah. And that means that I think that he thinks that once she gets the kids regimented, then they can have a better relationship. Yeah. He almost, he's almost approaching them like they're the dogs, right? Yeah. Like we sent the dogs out to be trained. 
Now they sit, they roll over, they beg, they, they, they play, they do everything on command. Now they come back and now I can have a dog or two. Cause I think what he had two dogs, right? Two dogs. Um, and so I'm thinking that's what he thought. At like least. we're going to send, yeah, we're going to send them off to obedience school. They're going to come back. They're going to know how to be kids that aren't horrible. And then, then our marriage is going to improve because now my wife can focus on me and not them. Um, and he probably missed the point a little bit of this whole exercise. Well, the point is not going to be missed on him on day four, because that's when Nanny Yvonne is going to send Stevie off to get a, a massage and a facial, uh, supposedly. Uh, but this is the longest massage and facial in the history of the world. Uh, it's unclear if she ever comes home uh, this day <laughs> or, or this night, Kelsey. Maybe it was a couple towns away. Maybe it was resort, like a world-renowned yeah. Palm Springs yeah, special spa. Took a little bit to mm-hmm. get there. Yeah, Mm-mm. she's I gone. Call shenanigans. She's gone. They're, yeah, they're, a lot of shenanigans. Uh, going shenanigans, on. Rob. This is Florida. Mm-hmm. This is the spa capital of the world. They could go out like is you it? can't. I, no, I don't know that. But look, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, like this is where like old people go to retire and stuff. They have a ton of places where you can get some rest. And so, yeah, in my mind. She was like, "Oh, a spa, a massage? Can you make it an overnight one?" And they're like, "Sure, we'll like we'll throw you a bone, you know." But this is the moment where I think they probably whispered in the kids' ears and said, "Like, give them crazy." Because yeah, like do your worst. Yeah, because she leaves, does not come back for a whole day, and it's just John yeah. and the kids. And it- okay, but before she leaves, the way he responds to spa day hurt my feelings yeah. like i cannot imagine being stevie he said whoa 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 stevie needs instructions on parenting too yeah. why is she getting to go to the spa when can i go When's to the my spa? spa day like sir, that is so rude <laughs> you live at a spa day every so day self-absorbed right you have a spa like, day every day on. this woman is waiting on you hand and foot and mm-hmm. taking care of your bad children like you get a spa day. Go take a bath if you want a bath. Like this woman had to bring in help just so she could get a bubble bath, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Please, you're horrible. Stop <laughs> acting like this. Yeah, we're rooting for you. So, Chappelle, you think that maybe the producers are like uh, giving these kids like juice boxes and uh, all sorts of different like sugary snacks Red to Bull. have them really be out of control on John's watch? Look, if I'm the producers, I'm like Stevie. Take your time. We we got this. And I'm like, those kids are all, yeah, on Red Bull and Mountain Dew. Like, we're, we're doing, like, shots like it's Kid Nation. You know, like, they're, like they're, these kids are going to, like, they wake up at normally, like, 7 o'clock, but we woke them up early just to get them, like, primed and ready. Um, like, Stevie, tell your kids bye. Mm-hmm. And then the moment they shut the door, it's like, all right, let's do yeah. this for the camera time. Let's do it. Put on. And um, they and they worked John over. So, and I was happy to see it, honestly. It's a long day. John uh, takes them to go in the car to go run errands. Uh, they, we see Stevie also that uh, Kelsey, she's at the spa and she's ignoring the calls. I didn't hate that. Mm-hmm. You know, let him have a day, you know, mm-hmm. but I will say about John, bad strategy. If you're going to have the kids bringing them all four out in public seems yeah, like they a have to terrible go? idea. Don't do that. Make your day easier. Stay mm-hmm. home. Play with Play-Doh. Do something that's like at home. Let them swing on their place that you have in the back. Don't bring them out in public where they can like empty shelves and, you know, drop root beer on the ground. Like, you don't want that. Right. Just stay home. Yeah. I couldn't figure out why they had to go like that. Maybe they need groceries and like, uh, if I'm John, uh, we're getting pizza. That's it. Yes. 
I thought I thought it might have been like one of those life hacks. You know, like when you have the little kids, you're like, oh, if we drive them around, they'll go to sleep <laughs> or something like that. Like, yeah. that's what I thought he was doing. I was like, John, you don't have any errands. You're just trying to put them in the car because you're tired of them terrorizing your home. So it's kind of like he gets in the car, puts his headphones on, hits that noise cancellation if it was mm-hmm. in 2004. And it just lets them fight in the background. He doesn't have to clean up. He doesn't have to Smart. do laundry. He's like, I've been out running errands all day. What are you yeah. talking about? Okay, that's a fair point because if you take your kids out in public and have to take them out of the car, that's way more work. But sometimes just driving around, we have a thing in my family called car chicken. And I'll take my kids through a drive-thru and hand them back the chicken in the back of the car. And we just have our lunch in the car while mom just drives around and everyone is comfortably <laughs> seated with their seatbelts on and no one can run away. That was and not how a- I thought car chicken was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just eat chicken in the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Rob thought you were playing chicken like this is Fast and the Furious 9. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they're like, like, the kids are strapped in and you got like your, your goggles on, your mommy goggles on, and you're running down like the other person in the, in the, uh, in the sedan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, that would also be an idea. Yeah. <laughs> that would be more of Rob. like a test of wills of like, uh, who's going to give in first in car chicken? <laughs> Right. That'll that'll make I'm sure Nanny Nine One One would approve of that activity mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Look, Rob. Do you ever do you ever put your kids in the car and no, just drive? Never. never. I, I, I Chappelle, you think I leave the house? Rob, you go. No, I'm calling shenanigans again, Rob. You take these kids through drive-throughs. Oh, yeah. I mean, we go we go to the car wash. That's like one of the few yeah. the few family yes. activities. Yeah. It's the same concept. Like, put them in a the car. Yeah. Look, we're looking at Christmas lights, you guys. But like, you know, just keep them I out of the house. two kids. Like, no kid can hit each other from they the car. I don't know. With four, I think that they, they, they could still be fighting. And, he's, and he gave them swords in the car, too. Why would you do that? Why would you bring weapons into an enclosed space like that? Yeah. That just seems like a bad idea. He's crazy. Yeah. Um, John. It's not great, John. The day, uh, it's a long day for John, and uh, that he reaches a breaking point. Uh, this is uh, like, this is 2004. I think you probably would never see this on TV now. Uh, we're going to see uh, the kids uh, get spankings on TV. Mm-hmm. I was I was shocked that they showed it. They kept hinting that John was aggressive with the kids. He kept threatening to spank them. And I was the whole time I'm thinking, like, there's no way they're gonna show this man strike his child on TV. No, they and did. Then he did. Yeah. And then he did it. And I like in my notes, I put like, Oh, he did it. Oh my God. That's literally the extent mm-hmm. of my notes. Like yeah. it just says he did it. Oh my God, on the notes app. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that uh did the kid say he was gonna pull his arm off also? Yeah, I yeah. think that and that he hated him. That was really hard to watch. Yeah. It, that that made me really sad. I think we also saw the kids uh, in the beginning. I'm not sure if it was Hurricane Andrew or Jack the Brat that told the the mom. Also, <laughs> you really love the nicknames. Uh, I hate they're you. Good nicknames. Uh, like uh, like uh, they they're throwing around a lot of the H word as we say at our house. I would cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would hurt my feelings a lot. Yeah, that was uh that that was tough to watch. Uh, I think do I will say that I think that that was probably the low point of the episode. Uh, after we got to the spanking, then um, you know, Nanny Yvonne was horrified about this. Uh, she confronts John, who seems to have the type of remorse that a man has when he realizes that he's uh, hit his children on national television. Chappelle, uh, 
it took him a second to get there. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It, I, it took some, you know, some coaxing. She was kind of nudging him into like, hey, you saw that was not great. You know, the cameras were on. And at first he's like, look, lady, you're the problem. You did this to my family. We were fine without you. I'm sure our kids were bad and they were hitting each other. But we were, look, no one had seen me hit the child. Now, you know, they know that I hit the child. And so eventually she kind of was like, because she's telling him the things that everyone would say, like, you know, try positive reinforcement. Try not raising your voice. And eventually she finally kind of connects with him. And he, you can see that he, he sees the error of his ways. This is, yeah, this is definitely the saddest he's looked um, all throughout this week so far. Even though the kids have been saying like pretty consistently, like, I hate you whenever he tries to like discipline them. That doesn't seem to bother him as much as like what nanny Yvonne is able to get to him. I will say this, though. Um, kids know. Kids are smart. They know what to say to cut you. You know, that, I, that, that H word. They use it because they know it, it hurts. <laughs> like, like, you're a bad parent. And then deep down in, in their parenting soul, you're like, oh, am I a bad parent? Did I make my child cry? Are they terrified of me? You know, and meanwhile, the kid is just like, yeah, I got you with that one. Bring mm-hmm. me my juice box. Let's go fishing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. My kids are uh, more emotionally manipulative that they, uh, it, it, when you, when they get in trouble, then they say like, uh, I guess I'm just the worst kid in the whole world then. Uh, yeah. I think that works with Nicole. Cause, uh, like, uh, cause I might say, uh, I, yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, Nicole is like, no, my babies uh, don't say that. Never say that. <laughs> Uh, my daughter does that too. She'll be like, I guess I'll just never hug you again. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I'm like Nicole. I'm like, don't say that. Mm-hmm. I want to hug why? now, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another issue with uh, that Nanny caught on. Like, Nanny saw, like, hey, Stevie, it's hurting you to discipline these kids. Like, there's one point where they're trying to do. Uh, like story time before bed mm-hmm. and Nanny Vaughn's like, okay, they're not listening to you. They're acting up time to take story time away. And Stevie kind of looks like, but, but we like story time. I was like, yeah, we shut do. It down, but Stevie. Yeah. Shut it down. And she goes and she tucks uh, Maddie into bed and she's like, okay, well maybe next time t- n- tomorrow we can do study time. Is that going to mm-hmm. be okay? Can we do reading time? Like, no, Stevie, you're the boss. Mm-hmm. They don't get reading time if you don't like if they don't listen and stop beating the crap out of each other. But, you know, like I said, kids know they know what will get you like, well, mommy, I guess we don't have time to spend together anymore. Mm-hmm. And she just, you know, she just cried herself to sleep. Poor Stevie. Well, they want to push you too. whenever you say you have a consequence. If they do something, they want to see, like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. actually going to follow through with that? And they have yeah. to try it a couple times to be like, oh, you are serious. Okay. Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> Um, we are going to then, uh, have a big turnaround. I'm looking at this and I think there's like, what, like eight minutes left in the episode. I'm like, boy, uh, the kids are bad. The husband is bad. Uh, I don't see how we're wrapping up this case here. Uh, and is this going to be to be continued Chappelle? Uh, this is like a, a miracle comeback. Yeah. This, we get the, like almost the montage of like, you know, like, uh, John turning his life around and being the perfect dad or trying to be at least. So he, it was Jack who he spanked. So he takes Jack fishing. It doesn't look like he took all four kids, which mm-hmm. is probably wise. Look like he took two alligators. You can't mm-hmm. have eyes on all four at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. It is Florida. Uh, but yeah, I think he takes them. He takes them fishing to make up for him for doing that. And he decides to help out around the house. 
this is what day four or five day five at this point mm-hmm. so yeah i think by now he has a, a, a good idea of what chores need to be done so he does them and even just doing a few of the chores would would do wonders for his wife oh my gosh like she's i know she's shocked that he did anything so i mean it doesn't take much like he didn't do the minimum and she's gonna be like so happy and they do look happy together it's just like the kids look happier because he's playing with them. He's not just threatening them all the time. Uh, but he definitely needs to kind of work on the relationship with his wife now that he's gotten like the kids almost under control. Yeah. Uh, we hear that John's natural parenting skills are starting to come through, Kelsey. Are you, are you buying this? Thank goodness. Um, it, I had a little bit of whiplash. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like bottom. all of a sudden. I guess so, man. I, I was like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but well, it did seem like everyone was happier. And, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think for I mean, I, I don't want to speak for Stevie, but I think that it gave her like what you were saying, Chappelle, like it's not about the actual like things getting done. It's about feeling support from your partner. Like, oh, they care enough about me to do that so that I don't have to. And mm-hmm. I, I get energy from that. And now I can you know, use that energy with my kids. And, you know, it's not as much about, you know, cleaning the dishes. It's like, <laughs> oh, thank you. You care about me. Yeah. Well, Stevie's about to come home and uh, that John has a big surprise uh, that there's a full moon and we're going to have Nanny Yvonne is going to take the kids to grandma's house. And- Where has she been this whole time? We could yeah. have had three yeah. people in here helping. Yeah. Um no, and so this was that was fascinating. I Rob, I was so the grandma thing, I had to pause it because you know I like to find some shenanigans. So Granny's been around this whole time, but she this is probably John's mom. She's just like the standoff is just John probably. She's like, hey, it's none of my business. Um, but the nanny decides, like, hey, let's drop these kids off at Granny's house and let y'all have a date night. But my issue is that who's helping Granny? Because if these mm-hmm. kids act like this, like it takes three Maybe people to get these Yvonne kids along. Is staying with uh, Granny, right? Like Granny's going to need backup. And the thing with grandmothers as well is that Granny's like to spoil the kids. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if you get your kids under control, you send them to go live with Granny for a day. They come back and they are spoiled rotten. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if she was going to undo some of the teachings that we've seen throughout the week. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the the kids come back and they seem seemingly are okay. Uh, as we're in the uh, wrapping this all up. Um, so we find out that, you know, uh, Stevie and John haven't been to uh, movies or dancing in a long time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, same. Definitely. Who goes dancing? <laughs> Whenever they said that, I'm like, this wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I danced last with my husband at our wedding. I probably <laughs> I, we don't just go dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they're gonna have a date night. Uh, but it's a date night at the house. Um, I don't know. Uh, Kelsey, the kids are gone. That was at the house. I think it was. Yeah, yeah I think that yeah, there was, was like this a whole time. Night. I thought they went out to this fancy restaurant. No, you no, John way too much. They, they had some sort of like uh like a sunroom. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh. They have a patio. Yeah, like an indoor like want- enclosed patio. Yeah, yeah. because at, at one point, Stevie's yelling at the kids from the patio, and I was like, oh, at least she came outside, and then the nanny goes, you would think she'd come outside and see about her kids. I was like, I thought she was outside, but she's she's like in the patio area. It yeah. just kind of closes. I mean, the kids are gone, Kelsey. You, that, uh, you have the romantic dinner at the house? You go to a restaurant. I thought the whole time they were on a nice patio at Papacitos or something. No. You gotta go to a restaurant. No. 
Um, but again, these kids are gone. It's a world of difference. And um, the only thing I could think of here, Chappelle, was like, oh, my God, don't have a fifth kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So this gets super romantic, right? So they don't go to a restaurant, but uh, John has cooked a meal. And he's like pulled out the white tablecloth and like the like the centerpiece for the table, yeah. and they like lit some candles. There's, wine. There's a lot of effort, a lot of wine yeah. going into this date night. And John decides, I'm going to ask my wife to remarry me, right? Like renew my our, our vows or whatever. I don't know, but he's like, it's it's so romantic that I'm thinking, like, you know, don't consummate this moment. Do like, not. They're in Florida. Go to a beach. Yeah, leave. But like, also, also though, there's a story I want to hear though, because he yeah. said, "I I know you didn't like the way that I first asked you to marry me." Oh, uh, <laughs> so I want to do it again. And I'm thinking I would love to know more about yeah, that first. Time. They didn't tell us that. Uh, oh no, Kelsey, I've never mm. seen this where a married couple and he gets down on one knee and like reproposes. I, I don't think this is normal. Um, I, I I have heard of like anniversary, you know, you do a ring upgrade sometimes. I've ring heard of upgrade. that. Yes, but I I, I have not. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not super common, just, ran, you know, random. But um, yeah, it just, I, I was, I was a little caught off guard, but she seemed very into it and very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it was she her said, first time ever being proposed to. So she didn't, she, she didn't know how it felt. Yeah. <laughs> so they have this uh ring and she seems like uh really blown away and so uh Nanny Yvonne comes back and she's like uh flashing the ring around about uh do you notice anything new and different about me? I got a <laughs> ring from John. And it was very well thought out cuz I think it had like four stones for each of their four kids and then three extra on each side totaling 10 for the 10 yes. years they've been married. It was a very thought out gesture okay. which i'm sure she appreciates well chappelle let's get to the shenanigans watch here uh that mm-hmm. do you think john of his <laughs> own volition had the foresight to get this ring which involved probably a lot of customization done in time for the nanny 911 culmination or do you think production help was at play here oh yeah this this is definitely shenanigans what happens is Nanny 911 says, okay, look, drop the kids off at Granny's house. Granny, keep the kids. Uh, Mama Yvonne is going out to do the things. And she goes and she talks to the people about the ring and all that good stuff. Uh, she had to set this up for him. One of these days, whether it was while John is like keeping the kids and uh, or driving around town with the kids or whatever, this is when Nanny Yvonne has the day off to go do her errands. And she probably is like, Stops by, you know, Gordon Zales <laughs> and like, okay, she we went to Jared. She went to Jared, right? <laughs> she she goes there with a, a very like specific, like, okay, he's got four kids, blah, blah. Let's get, let's, let's wrap that up. So I think the nanny is in on this for sure. I don't know how much, like, how much foresight they got gave to this. Like, I think once they realized that the marriage was the real issue, it was kind of like all hands on deck. They had to call. Got to do something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I think Stevie would be more appreciative if she, if it was definitely him. So I'm going to create a world in which he did make it. What if he's a jewelry hobbyist, and that's why he can never help at home because he's always in the garage making jewelry. 
on his own. And, you know, when he's not sharpening knives, he's buffing out um, silver (laughs) to be into precious jewels for his wife. Hmm. Yeah. So that seems like him. Well, he waited at least, what, seven years before he decided to use this skill to benefit his wife, it seems, because, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's shocked by this gesture. And I'm with you now, Kelsey. Uh, I want to know what the first proposal was like. Did he just, like, look up over his National Geographic magazine and say, or, like, was he, like, reading highlights to the first kid and say, like, hey, uh, by the way, you want to get married? Maddie's, like, three now. And, you know, what what, what happened here? Why Why is this so astounding like she looked like this was the first time she'd ever seen anybody propose to like like this was a foreign concept to her i i just have to know that he he probably sent her like an email or something and said uh, hey, we're i wish we knew i bet it's a yeah. good story <laughs> yeah and they were such a pretty couple when they were younger i like the pictures of them when they were like younger and they, and they were first married the newlyweds and the she's beautiful face. her red hair she's gorgeous yeah. Yeah. it's a pretty room yeah. <laughs> last theory last theory says this makes it I'll put it like that. Okay. Um, we're basically uh, going to pass the final test. Uh, Super uh, or Nanny Yvonne says, uh, you know, the children weren't the problem. It was the marriage. That was it. We fixed it. Fixed yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, it was after, after he had his come to Jesus talk with uh, Nanny Yvonne, it took just 18 hours and he is just a whole changed person and everything's going to be perfect forever now yeah yeah well nanny yvonne says goodbye and then at the very end uh, we get post credits Chappelle. uh the biggest twist was there are prizes yeah so i wasn't prepared for that i i, I was like I, uh, what the hell <laughs> what what happened this is like yeah. the, the, they won like Wheel of Fortune. What is going on? No, no, that's a good question. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that. I saw it and thought like, I'm sorry, what's the show again? Mm-hmm. Like, what? And it? it was a I, camper, right? A camper and like a ton of like camping equipment. Yeah, I guess they said get them out of the house now. Like, get go these kids. camping. Yeah, get them out of here. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I don't it think seems like a, they like outdoorsy stuff. Kind of. They did go fishing that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, this was I think crazy. this was definitely like, I think it's easier to clean up a camper, honestly. If you have horrible kids that are terrorizing your house, maybe but, put them in a camper, leave the house in one piece. Sure. No doubt. But Chappelle, do they always get prizes? Okay. Like I said, that was new information for me. I was not, from, I did not know that they were going to spring that on there because Make no mistake, Super Nanny ain't passing out no prizes. <laughs> um, so Nanny Nine One One might have been trying to set themselves apart because um, that was new for me. A camper, and then of of course, like I'm thinking about it, and I was like, well, why wasn't the ring the prize? Because you know that John, maybe John had to pay for that, but they didn't have to pay for the camper. Mm-hmm. Maybe because you live in Florida, you're contractually obligated to have a camper. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were violating but- the Florida code. Right. I think they just felt so bad for Stevie that they're like, we just need to leave her with like one more thing. Like we mm-hmm. need to give her something else. Yeah. yeah. They should have like bought her like a side car and like, you know, just in case she wanted to get away. Well, she can put the like, family in the camper. Like uh, eventually. Yeah. That's she like, stays home. In case Don, of take all the kids camping. Everybody go I'll in the camper. Here. I'm staying in the house. Yeah. yeah. And then they maybe they can't reach each other. If they're like in their car seats and stuff in the camper, they can't strike each other with swords. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have that much experience with campers, so I can't really speak much to 
to children's behavior in a camper. Mm, no clue. Rob, do, does your family use a camper no. regularly? <laughs> uh, that, you might be surprised to hear this, Kelsey. No, <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is there's no Floridians on the call right now. <laughs> no. No. Uh, okay, so, good to know. At one point, Nicole was like, well, she wanted to rent like uh, an RV. That was her idea of we should go camping. This was like during quarantine. She's like, we need to go on a vacation. Let's rent a camper. I said, we are not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. What did she want to see? I didn't know where. She had to drive it to go to like a camp. That's kind of fun. I was like, well, then, then let's go camping. She's like, I'm not going to the bathroom outside. I, was, I think Nicole she makes wanted a, lot of sense a camper here. to basically have a bathroom that we could drive around. I'm kind of agreeing with Nicole here, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, look, it's 2021. If I got to go camping, I don't want to actually be outside. Mm-hmm. You know, campers have like Wi Fi and TVs and stuff in them, right? Like, that's my Is kind there Wi Fi in a camper? I would have Wi Fi in my camper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you would only rent a camper with Wi Fi mm-hmm. or get a hotspot or something for the weekend. I don't know. But yeah, look. If I could camp without actually camping, that sounds like camping to me. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, Rob. You might. This might have been a missed opportunity. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We do not camp. I took my kids to the drive-in movie a few weeks ago because, yes. you know, it's outdoors. They can make noise, whatever. And I told them, kids, this is camping. That's what this is. We mm-hmm. are outside watching a movie. Welcome to What camping. movie? Uh, the Raya, The Last Dragon. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a new That's Disney Plus movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's so not you're the coolest mom ever. Like, oh, mom took us camping. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. You spread it around. The coolest mom ever. Coolest Tell everyone. Ever. Tell <laughs> Do they want to go back? Are they like eager to go camping? Like, yeah, the they're like. Now? But the issue is, is that like I've told them that that's camping, and so now I've like ruined their perception of camping because my my daughter was like, "Mom, let's go camping again." I'm like, "Okay, that actually wasn't. That was just watching a movie outside. It's not actually." Whenever other <laughs> people mom. talk about camping, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's camping for our family. It's like it's like car chicken. Some families are actually running people <laughs> off the road. We just eat chicken in the car. Gotcha. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, or breakfast cookies. It's actually just a real cookie. We're just eating it at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other car chicken or breakfast cookies? Those are my top two. I'm trying to think. I don't even know. My kids are going to be so weird because I just make up things all day long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, car chicken is is my proudest. it seems like a fun event but really mom just doesn't want to do dishes so i will hand you the nugget and you will eat it Mm -hmm. yeah our chicken yeah i look i grew up a weirdo as well i got to college and uh one there was one day where i think someone like in the dorms and apartments or somebody cooked or something and i was like helping with the dishes and so i'm like in the sink with like all the water and the soap and stuff and i'm just you know happily washing dishes and they and like people walk in and like why don't you just use the dishwasher? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? He said, the dishwasher. I was like, well, I don't know how. They're like, you're a grown man. Why don't you know how to use dishwasher? I was like, my mom always said our dishwasher didn't work. She's like, and they're like, are you sure it never worked? I was like, my entire life, our dishwasher never worked. I called my mom. I was like, hey, does this dishwasher work? She said, yeah, why? I was like, wow. Like, you really had me hand washing dishes all these years? She's like, the dishwasher doesn't get it clean enough. I was like, I didn't get them clean enough. You will wash them too. She's like, I would put them in the dishwasher behind your back. Like my wow, whole life was trail. 
betrayal. And I had I, I hadn't have found out at that time. I would have it would like it would have changed my life because from that moment yeah. on, I told my mom, if I ever come back to your home, I will never put my yeah. hand in another sink of soapy water. And it drives her crazy. Yeah. I will show up at Thanksgiving and shove everything in the dishwasher just to spite her. In fairness, like uh, you know, we we had a dishwasher, and I don't I don't think that we ever turned it on. Like I feel like mm-hmm. that. Uh, like I can remember maybe like if there was like if there was like some sort of like uh, maybe like a, a family party going on. Okay, maybe they would use the the dishwasher, but I don't think I ever once was allowed to turn on the dishwasher or or it was ever used like uh, in my entire childhood. Yeah. I got to college and just looked like a dummy. Like everyone's mm-hmm. like, well, just use the dishwasher. And so now I'm standing between the dishwasher and this crowd of people. And I'm like, John, I'm like getting a little sweaty and shaking. Like, <laughs> just you go to the, the bathroom dishwasher. and look up on YouTube, like how to load a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't think I did. I think I just panicked and just stood there and everybody was like, Oh, you poor child. You don't know how to use the dishwasher. Like I just didn't think it worked. Uh, <laughs> but the whole time she'd been lying to me and saying like, no, this is like breakfast cookies. We just, you know, we use a dishwasher. It's mm-hmm. a family quirk that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't we fun and silly? We don't right. use the dishwasher here. What we do. It's so crazy. Isn't it fun? No, it's not fun. Don't lie to your kids. Or lie uh, to them and eventually tell them the truth. Don't let them find out from other people. <laughs> so I know we watch Nanny 911, but are there any iconic super nanny episodes that you can recall um hmm, i can't think of iconic episodes because like i said it's very formulaic um like if i said there was a the time the nanny came in and yelled at the kids mm-hmm. you were like okay they're all I get like it. That. yeah yeah they're all like that what about you kelsey i remember her having a timeout chair um and that she used that quite a bit to explain how to teach more train the parents like what y'all are talking about with how you train the uh, the owner, not the dog. Like you know, she was training the parents about how to discipline in one spot and how she, you know, whatever. Like put your kids in timeout. Here's the timeout chair. This is what they'll be used to, and this is what you'll be used to. So I remember her doing that, and I just remember her yeah. accent. I remember Nanny Joe, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't her name Joe? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was oh. like a tiny timeout chair. Yeah, the naughty mm-hmm. chair. I, oh, see, I don't oh, like the that. Naughty that, chair. that. I I that I had to sit in the naughty chair a lot when I was a kid and I uh did, did not care for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She Super Nanny's thing was that she was fine calling in backup. Like she had no issue mm-hmm. like she talked to your kid for like 20 minutes and be like, "All right, this is above me." And would like call in like a clinical psychologist or, you know, like I resources. Think, yeah, I think one time she called in a basketball player because basketball her son player. was like yeah, her son was acting like poorly and they felt like, okay, he's on the road to like real juvenile delinquency, right? And so uh, they call in Dwayne Wade uh, wow. from, at the time, I think with the Miami Heat. And he's yeah. like, That's you could be like me someday. Yeah, like, and like, it's Super like Nanny the has ball. those types of connections? She, I'm, look, she's not like these na- Nanny 911. That's how people, you know like, you can trust her. Yeah. She had a custom license plate that said Super Nanny. Like when she pulled up, it says Super Nanny on her license plate. You got it. Look, she was with it. Wow. Yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about Nanny 911 that we want to mention while we're here? I would like to say that while I was watching this, I just, anybody out there who's listening that are parents and your kids are wild and you think you're failing and it's just hard, just know. Parenting is just hard. It is just hard. And just love your kids and you're going to be fine. 
Kelsey, did you but have any takeaways <laughs> from this watching uh, this experience for uh, John and for Stevie? Takeaways like what, like advice to yeah, give them, or what I learned from them? Yeah. Uh, not really. I mean, I do think that working together better would have yeah. helped them both. Uh, it seemed it did seem like they were on just opposite pages. But again, okay, and I'm going to say also the more I've parented and the, you know, the longer I go as a parent, the more I'm confident that I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I am not in a place to give anybody advice, but I just don't want anybody to be like, oh my gosh, my kids sometimes do what I saw on TV. I must be a terrible parent. It's like, no, kids are just wild and you got to just do your best and be consistent and then eventually they'll figure it out probably mm-hmm. is what i is what i think <laughs> yeah how about uh for you Chappelle? that uh some someday when you start a family did you take anything away from this as like uh put this in the back of your mind yeah first uh birth control number one with the bullet <laughs> yeah um, 9911 yeah. i think it was sponsored by uh <laughs> condoms uh birth control pill plan b today's sponge um, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I'm definitely like, oh yeah. If I if I intend on enjoying my wife in our marriage, maybe I'll wait a little bit to to start having kids yeah. for sure. Because you never know. Like I've called these these people's kids bad like 15 times on this podcast, and I do want to apologize for that because I don't really think it's the they're kids' all fault. Now, yeah, yeah. They, look, they they're probably <laughs> even they're probably Sammy the well screamer. Adjusted. Yeah, even Sammy the screamer. But you know what it is is that seeing like you have to paint the picture for the people who haven't seen this these kids were acting like they were acting Wild. like crazy people the entire time right mm-hmm. um so yeah so i yeah some patience is definitely due collaboration with your partner um uh, call again for help that's probably a good takeaway too like it might be a little uh, embarrassing to do it but if you don't know what you're doing and you can't seem to work it out yeah. it, you know probably no shame in like you know looking for wiser or more learned individuals um yeah. so i thought that was pretty cool to see it um, but yeah, I, I, I more enjoyed learning what I, you know, the takeaways I got from you two, um, like Kelsey's idea with the, with the car chicken, I'm never going to go, but you know, also Rob and Nicole do what is not the tooth fairy. What it does the, like Nicole has a fairy for everything that needs <sighs> yeah, to so many, Yeah. So many things that, uh, that go on. It's, uh, like, uh, we have so many magical beings, uh, involved with things. Uh, it's, it's too fun. much. It's not fun. It's not Y'all are fun. <laughs> parents that's fun yeah no no they like to pawn off the bad guy on like this third party so like they're like oh no yeah the the tooth fairy is gonna come you know give like handle this but then it's also like oh yeah you've been acting up in school the well the act up in school fairies showing up to discipline (laughs) is that what it's called rob is that so my my five-year-old that he that he uh sucks his thumb and has like basically like a like a washcloth with a face on it uh which is a lovey we and call so, that a lovey, yeah. Yes. And so but he's a big he's a big guy walking around with a, a lovey uh and sucking his thumb. And so that, as soon as he gets the lovey, then thumb he starts sucking his thumb. So to get him to stop sucking the thumb, Nicole said, All right, the lovey fairies and put the lovey under the pillow and then you'll wake up and then there's gonna be like three dollars uh from the lovey fairy. Ooh. So then he, he was like, Oh, dad, I'm gonna get I'm I'm gonna get money from the lovey fairy. Uh, so he did that, and then guess what? Because he has like ten million, he's like, "Dad, look, I have another lovey." Like, uh, <laughs> like we're gonna buy him out with all these loveys, and then he said that no, he's not gonna sell this one that, that he has. Uh, oh, he's gonna keep one more. 
Yeah, he's keeping it, he said, until uh, April 7th, uh, 2022. Why that date? Because it was after April 7th. And then he said that that's uh, that Nicole said to him, what day are you going to uh, put that? He's like, April 7th. I uh, said, it's, it's past <laughs> April 7th. He's like, next year. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so smart, though. I mean, then it's not a sad thing to get rid of your lovey. You're you're getting something for it. That's yeah, smart. I guess so. I don't know. No, we did that I with my it- middle daughter of both her pacifier because she was in a crib and then moved to a big girl bed. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, pacifiers can't go to big girl beds. That's that's just they stay with the crib. I don't know what to tell you. I I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, um, uh, have you ever considered that maybe? Uh, Anthony is saving up to buy another lovey. Like he's oh, getting the money. He's get the money and then cash <laughs> yeah, he's in. getting the money from the yeah. tooth fairy, lovey fairy, and then bam, April seventh. You know, he's like, oh yeah, take this one. You put three more dollars under the bill, and then like I've been April saving 8th, up. pops up. Yeah, yeah, like new lovey. Who this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my wife works nights, and I, for whatever reason, she always is like working the night that like these like uh you know Mission Impossible type stunts have to be done, where I've got to like get like something underneath a pillow and oh, not wake you're the, the lovey fairy. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> she's uh, now I have she's like questions. wheeling and dealing, and then I'm the guy who's got to go in and like uh, make these like uh, transactions. Uh, it's so mm-hmm. tricky. It's always so scary to walk into your child's room when they're asleep. I just hold my breath. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't hear me breathe. Mm-hmm. Don't wake up. I just <laughs> have to get my phone that I forgot earlier. Yeah. Y'all make parenting sound fun. Like, uh, There's some one funny parts. Yeah, one thing I learned about Rob, though, is that even though he's the tooth fairy, he keeps the teeth in little envelopes and hides them around the house. Well, I don't get the hell. <laughs> I like wake up in the middle of the night to pee. And then I'm like, oh, I gotta go do the tooth thing. Okay, fine. And then it's like, well, what? And I, and I make the I make the kid put the tooth in the envelope so I can just like slide it out because God knows where that tooth. I like, how do you find a, a tooth in the middle of the night in That's the dark? Smart. Uh, so I'm like, hey, maybe put that in the envelope. And then I'm just like, all right, now wait. I just like stick it in like a drawer somewhere. Uh, like I don't know what to do with it. What are you supposed Have to they throw been it found? out? Not by them. Yeah, but I find them. Like, oh yeah, here's what, like here, Nicole. Here's what you want an envelope with a tooth in it. That's actually a very smart strategy. None of my kids have started losing teeth. So I think that we need to implement the envelope idea because, yeah, how are we supposed to find a tiny baby tooth under a pillow? Yeah. These kids are like flailing around all night. Like, uh, what is, what is the cost of a tooth nowadays, by the way? Too expensive. Like you gotta buy them an app. It's like I'll trade you. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll get ice cream tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not to mention also, like you are required. Like if you have kids of that age, like you need to have like a chain, like like small bills around the house. Like uh, it's not like that. You can say like, hey, can you break a ten? Like, uh, (laughs) can I Apple Pay you? Right. Can I (laughs) can I uh, cash app you for this tooth? Uh, no, and I've also learned that positive reinforcement with like treats can be and treats, you know, I know that sounds dog like, but we do treats like, yeah, we, you know, it it can be dangerous because my children will just expect like a physical reward for like doing good things. You know, the Mm -hmm. other day, my daughter was really good for the babysitter. And I was like, Aiden, I heard that you did such a good job. I'm so proud of you. Good job. And she goes, what do I get? Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like you get not in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yay. Good job. Also a cookie. 
<laughs> teaching your kids about capitalism at such an early age. We love to see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm more fascinated, not by the envelopes, but like what is the proper tooth disposal method? I think we've been tiptoeing around this. Kelsey, when you start having to extract these teeth from your kids un- from underneath their pillows, what are you going to do with the with the teeth? Yes, to be clear, I will not be personally extracting any tooth from no. any teeth from mouths, but yeah, from no, pillows. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, this is gross, but growing up, I had a little box that I kept all my teeth in. How'd you get them back? You bought. Uh, I don't think my parents did the tooth fairy. Oh, so smart. I don't think they did. I think it was like a oh, that's pretend. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, warning! Don't listen to this mm-hmm. with your children in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, uh, I had like a little box that I just kept all of them in and it was gross. Like, I don't recommend it. Like, let's not do that. So I don't know what yeah. I'm supposed to do. I will be tossing any that I find in the future. There yeah. you go. Okay. See, I'm, I'm much more sentimental than my husband. So I'll just be like, hey, can you handle this? And in my mind, I'll think that he's like doing something special with them, but he'll just throw them in the trash. But I'll think he's, you know, but he can handle it. Smart. Um, all right. Uh, anything else from Nanny Nine One One? No, you're good. I think I okay. think we're good. It was fun. All right, Chappelle. Uh, could we say what we're going to do next week? Yeah, let, let's talk about it. So I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep this exciting, Rob. I'm bouncing from yeah. you know different genres of reality shows, bringing in guests. Kelsey, thank you so much. As you, again, thank you so much. Um, and so next week, I was like, let's let's change it up a little bit. So we're going to go back to MTV. I think we're going to talk about the uh, iconic MTV reality show Cribs. Yes. Yes. So we and, can uh, get we, our pacifiers back because uh, we're going to Cribs. Exactly. Pacifier can't go to the big kid bed. So mm-hmm. we, hopefully we don't see any of those on Cribs. Um, but we will have two guests. They have agreed to come talk to us and I am dying to talk to them. This, is, we, this will be Asia and Jason Reed. So I'm very excited. Woo-hoo! Should be a lot of fun. Uh, yes. Yeah, and, and Kelsey, uh, Asia is like your your real life friend. I love Asia. I have known her for I was I think I was told Chappelle earlier almost a decade. She is just amazing, so genuine, so sweet. I'm a huge Asia fan, and I have been for so long. And I just love that we get to do this in the same sphere now. Okay, all right, yeah. that's coming up uh, <laughs> next week. MTV Cribs. Are, are we looking for suggestions for ones to watch, or uh, are Jason and Asia going to come up with uh, which Cribs episode we're going to look at? Yeah, so I think we could take suggestions because okay. unlike Kelsey, a- Asia and Jason, I don't get that nice version of them that everybody else seems to get. Yeah, they are so mean. To me. They, bully <laughs> they bully you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they bully me. They pick on me, and I'm just like, you guys, let's talk about TV. And they're like, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about cribs, I guess. I'm like, okay, well, tell me what you want to talk about. I don't care. I'm like, okay, Asia. Okay, Jason. I'm happy. No, to No, they're to you being so too. considerate, letting you choose. They yeah, want let- you to be able to choose. Mm-mm. So I say, if someone has a suggestion, uh, please go look at Paramount Plus. Yeah. And the options they have, because if you go to YouTube, they're not going to find a lot of good, like, yeah. whole episodes. So they got to be on Paramount Clips. Plus so we can uh, yeah. let everybody watch them. Right. Because there are some iconic episodes of Cribs. I'm sure we'll get into them next week, but they are not on Paramount Plus. And so we're going to have to find a good one that is available. So if you have any suggestions and it's on Paramount Plus, please let us know. Okay. Kelsey, we had so much fun today going through uh, Nanny 911. Where can people keep up with you and uh, what's going on over in your world? 
Um, I'm on Twitter at K Rasmondi, K-R-A-Z-M-A-N-D-I. Um, and I just tweet about whatever I think of that day. Re- most recently about Starbucks. Attention. If you get a free birthday drink from Starbucks, you have to use it on your birthday because it will expire the day after when you what? try to go. It is a shock. Yeah. And I don't want anybody else to be <laughs> so shocked. So, but yeah, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. So what did they do? That you went there and then you tried to say that you were um it, it, that uh, you have a birthday uh gift certificate and then they said no. Well, I looked on the app because it was like, hey, you have a birthday drink. I saw it the day before my birthday. And it was like, hey, Starbucks is giving you one free birthday drink. Enjoy. Hmm. And so I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to go. I'm going to look at the fine print to see like if I can get any size. And I was going to go today, which this is the day after my birthday. And I'm like, okay, now's the time. And I was going to see if I can get like a Trente, you know. And um, it was like, you have to use it on your birthday. Hmm. And I did not read the fine print, which is okay. That's my fault. I should have read the full email. But I feel like in years past, they weren't so strict about when you use your free drink. Yeah. I thought it was free drink was a free drink. We are in a panoramic. You could get us <laughs> a birthday drink if it's not your birthday. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I'm shocked. I don't like that because my birthday back recently passed as well. And I just was under the assumption that one of these days I would be at Starbucks and I would be able to get my drink. Now I'm questioning everything. This yeah. new information. I don't like it. Maybe I got a lot to do on my birthday. I don't have time to get the Starbucks. Exactly. Yeah. They know. That's how they get you. That's how. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have to give out less free drinks now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. It's their company. Yeah. Whatever. It's not fine. I'm writing the letter. <laughs> Chappelle, I'll what's take coming up for you? Uh, you know, still talking to you every week. Very excited to be adding Asia and Jason to our list of guests. And then... uh. Every week, I'm still talking about The Walking Dead. This time, Fear the Walking Dead with Jessica Lise. Um, And, you know, Fear the Walking Dead is better than The Walking Dead proper. So I'm very excited okay. to still it's be on that bar. journey with her. Yeah, it. They have lowered the bar to the point of no return. And so since it cannot get any lower, Fear the Walking Dead is like, okay, we can work with this. Because Fear the Walking Dead was definitely looked at as like the inferior product yeah. of the two. And uh, I think for the last season... It has basically been the better product, um, okay. definitively. So yeah, I'm still doing that. But you know, I'm down to talk about whatever. Down to talk to Kelsey more if, if if in the in the future, Kelsey. If you if you what else you into? Do you have anything else you like? Yes, I have recently, aka yesterday. I'm really into crafting. I like crafting. I do cross stitch and things. There's a pottery show on HBO Max where you, mm-hmm. they're finding the best pottery person potter. In the UK, it's it's the Great British Breaking <laughs> the Great British Baking Show. If it was about pottery, and they're like, there's three judges judging how they throw their pots and how, and I'm loving it. It's so fun. What's the name? Ooh, of so it? that's my uh, great question. I don't know. <laughs> I've only seen one Google episode. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let me do that right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one of those funny ones. That's like, it's kind of mindless, you know. Because you, mm-hmm. who who among us has a lot of experience making pottery? Not me. Not me. But it's fun watching other people do it. Yeah. So it's like the Great British Bake Off, except pots. Yes. No, mm-hmm. it really is. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I like, I like. Your, oh, the Great Pottery Throwdown is what it's called. Oh, it's a throwdown. Hey, throwdown. They make it that's sound exciting. Than break, that's better. Yeah, that's better than Bake Off any day. Like mm-hmm. as far as titles go. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you throw pots. That's like the technical term. You. Whenever you put it on the wheel, 
you're throwing it or something. Okay. Oh. Wow, I'm going to use that on Renap of like, uh, we're going to throw something on the wheel uh, or uh, what we say, throw pots. Put Everyone's it on the wheel. listening to this yeah. being like, Kelsey, you're so boring. Watch something more fun. No, if you, if you want to come on and talk about another reality show somewhere down the line, like one of these classic reality shows, I think this is relatively new. Yeah, let me know and then uh, we can pencil yes. you back in. It'll be fun. That'd be awesome. All right. Thanks. Uh, then, of course, uh, I got to talk about uh, the season two finale of Tough as Nails. And uh, we uh, got to talk about the the outcome. I won't spoil it for you. The winner, uh, Phil Kogan, joined us once again to talk some uh, Tough as Nails on uh, Wednesday night. I also talked about the 26th best season of Survivor. We talked about Survivor Gabon with Maggie Morgan and Phil Thompson. That was a lot of fun. Uh, of course, we have Circle coverage going on all week long. On Saturday, I'll be live uh, with our Circle Week 1 Roundtable uh, with Taryn Armstrong and a panel of guests talking about all four episodes of The Circle. Plus, we have episode-by-episode uh, episode recaps as well and everything going on with Big Brother Canada, all at robhaswebsite.com. Looking forward to getting back next week to talk about MTV Cribs. Uh, Chappelle, uh, great job once again. Kelsey, uh, so fun to get the podcast with you some more. Uh, Thank you all so much for including me. I had a great time. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.